and welcome back to the Tanya Burton at the Diet Doc podcast. I'm Tanya Burton, your host, and I'm so excited that you're here. It's going to be a really awesome episode. I just want to say how proud I am of you for showing up and for pushing play, for taking the time. I mean, you could be listening to music, you could be sitting there in silence, but you remembered and you pushed play because you want to further your knowledge mastering your health because you're not if you're here you're not here for the quick fix all right you already know that like if you want to lose weight like that like a quick fad diet i am not your girl you got to move on to like something else but if you're here to learn habits and tips and advice and tools that you can use for the rest of your life to not only lose weight but maintain your happiness confidence control discipline all the good stuff that you need to keep moving forward and and building that lifestyle that you've always dreamed of, all right? That's why you're here, and I'm so glad you showed up. It's gonna be a great episode, so let's dive in. This topic is for the busy professional. It's for those people that work long shifts, that have very stressful jobs. Um, This is for you, okay? And you're like, well, Tanya, everyone has a stressful job, so guess what? This episode's for everybody, (laughs) so (laughs) this is perfect. What I want to talk about today are three ways of how to overcome after work munchies. You know what it's like, like you are on fire in the morning, you're getting your water down, you have your healthy breakfast, or maybe you're intermittent fasting, like check mark, check mark, I'm doing awesome. You got your lunch all figured out, keeping it simple, you're plugging it into my fitness pal, like you are on track. And then you know like four o'clock, five o'clock rolls around and you're off work and you're like oh my gosh it's over freedom (laughs) you do whatever it takes to hurry up and just get home and you're like it is time to eat is game on like watch out you're beelining towards whatever's convenient on the counter in the cabinets in the refrigerator like you're just there and you can't stop like you keep munching and snacking while you're cooking dinner and then during dinner you're eating and you're eating bigger portion sizes of food and a lot of it's not even healthy and then you're like you know what's better is just going to sonic you know what i mean like you could do great all day and there's something that happens in the evening where it's like oh i don't care i don't want to make a decision i just want to eat in peace and usually when we have that attitude what happens is we don't make the best decisions And then we don't make progress, which makes us mad. And then we just keep eating because it's the only thing that's going to make us feel better. And then really the next day we feel groggy and tired and it's like, let's repeat this all again. There's all our willpower. It's only in the morning, right? But there is a way, I promise, there is a way to conquer and mastering your evening routine. So I'm going to go over three ways and a couple stories in between. Um, to help motivate you and inspire you, give you that hope and that discipline that you got this. You know what it takes to do it. We just need to, you know, tweak a little things and polish some habits up. But if you really want to lose weight, you got to be in a calorie deficit. Your body cares about 24 hours a day, okay? Seven days a week. Not the first part of your day and then you just blow it out of proportion on your calories in the evening because if you go over a thousand calories for dinner and you you know, barely work out and only get maybe seven to 10,000 steps, that's not enough to, to, to see progress. Okay. So point number one, drink your water. 
You're probably so tired of me hearing that. Like, Tanya, the answer is not always water. 99% of the time, it is, okay? It, re- it truly is. A lot of times we're not hungry, we're actually thirsty. And if you even took any sips of water within 30 minutes, you're probably thirsty, okay? So what I really recommend for a lot of my clients is on their way home, guzzle that water. Don't just take a sip, make it a goal to finish your Yeti cup or finish your water bottle or whatever cup you have, finish it. Top it off before you leave, drink it on the way there, on the way home. It's going to make a difference. Bonus, drink during lunchtime. Same thing, if you're driving to lunch and you're gonna pick up food, drink your water. It's gonna help out a lot. You're actually gonna consume less food because you're staying hydrated and you're filling your stomach up faster, okay? But also just on your way home, I mean, you probably went a couple hours without even drinking anything, especially if you are a busy professional, like you're on your feet, you're walking around. If you work um, in the hospital, if you're a teacher, if you work in the restaurant business, oh my gosh, like that is your time to to drink some water, okay? Um, that's number one for me is is really pushing your water especially if you want, like I said, 30 minutes without drinking any. You're going to see a difference in your energy, in your attitude, in your hunger. You're going to go from walking in the house, uh, from like being ravenous the day before to like tomorrow, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I don't want to eat everything in sight. It's amazing what water does for us, okay? So that's my challenge number one. If you are stressed out and you're coming home and you just want to eat the entire house, just on your way home, Okay, there's no temptation in your car, right? Drink your water and notice what it does for your health, okay? Number two, this is huge. Plan your dinner. We've got to stop winging it. We've got to stop relying on last minute, asking the family, what do you guys want to eat? Plan it out. Most of the times, moms make decisions, okay? So I totally agree with communicating with the kids and the husband and seeing what do you want to eat and talking about it. But at the end of the day, most of the times you make the food. Maybe you may make something different or have a different side to go with it, but hold your ground and just know that, okay, this is what we're having. I thought out chicken. I put stuff in the crock pot. This is what we're having tonight. You're going to feel better. Plug it into my fitness pal, my fitness pal and commit to it. Don't just hopefully wishing that you might eat something healthy. Make a commitment internally and having that attitude of, oh, I'm going to eat this because I want to weigh less the next day. <laughs> like, have that attitude inside of you. With one, um, uh, I had a, I took an in-body scan today, and I was that was one of her questions was, like, it's at night. It's after I get off work. And I go, have the attitude of, I got this. That you're not going to, you know, spend the first 10 hours of your day or even 12 hours of your day crushing it, plugging everything in, getting in your water, getting in your workout, and then you're going to blow it in the next two to three hours. That doesn't make sense. You did awesome for 10. Don't you think you can do, like, just push through three more hours? You can. You just got to believe in yourself and have a plan. Have a plan for dinner. Know what you're going to have. And then have a plan for after dinner of what are you going to do instead of eating. You know, we sit on the couch at like five o'clock and then we just eat until nine or 10 when we go to bed. And it's like, no, we've got to stop doing that. We've got to start being productive at home, planning what we're going to eat, commit to it, plug it in. And this is a helpful tip. Okay. This is super, 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 super beneficial. So while you're, you know, you're off work, you're driving home, sipping on your water, right? You're drinking your water. 
I would really encourage you to think about what you're going to eat. If you plan it, when you're driving home, you have a good 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes driving home of actually coaching yourself of, hey, I'm going to have this first. Like for me, it's always, I'm going to have my salad and then I'm going to grill up some salmon burgers and then I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to make a burger with it. And then for dessert, I'm going to have one serving of ice cream or whatever it is. When you map it out, when you're detailed, when you create that vision in your head, in your brain, will your brain will follow through and commit to it rather than, oh, I hope I eat something healthy or let's see what we have. That's not detailed, right? You can't picture something that says, what do we have to eat or what sounds good? It's when you map it out in your brain, you're more likely to follow through with it. Does that make sense? So I want you to think about what you're going to eat on your drive home. You know you're hungry. You know you're ravenous. So answer the question, what would a healthy person do? What would a healthy person eat? How much of it would they eat? And all of a sudden, you're going to get really great answers. And really committing to the plan you had for dinner. It's going to make a a huge difference, okay? So I'm not saying meal prep for the entire week. You know what? That's great for some people. But is that reality for you? Can you commit to meal prepping every Sunday? If you can't, awesome. That is a great skill. Use it. But I've worked with so many clients. And about like 97% of people can't do that or won't do it. Because we love food, okay? And we want something different every day, right? We're not going to spend hours in the kitchen. I'm one of those people. So I respect the people that can do that. I can't. My taste buds are like, I want fish today and steak tomorrow and chicken the next day and tacos the next day. And so I like to change it up. So that's what I what I really, really recommend is, is taking the time to plan everything out. Plan out your dinners. Plan out a menu. Get it in your grocery cart. Think about it on your way home. Make it happen. The more we flex that muscle of sticking to the plan at night, the better you're going to feel and the faster your progress will be. Finally, all right, this is what trips up a lot of people. They save all their calories for dinner. And what happens is you overeat and you blow past your calories. So please don't do that. I know we save a lot of our calories. It is a matter of calorie deficit. But use your calorie wisely throughout the day to benefit your progress. Okay? Like I said, I've worked with a lot of people. I've only had like one or two people who could actually hold out and eat one meal a day. And they're perfectly fine with it. Usually that's only men. And it's very rare for me to see people not binge eat, you know, if they want to eat more. Okay? So most, I have some men that work like you know, 12 or 14 hour shifts. So they don't care about eating and they'll just eat at home, which is fine. But if you're a mom or if you only work eight hours, you have more time and breaks to eat food. So what I would recommend is have your normal meals, but it could be that sweet spot between two and 3 p.m. that you might need a snack. Excuse me. (laughs) But maybe it's not like a snack of um, something massive. It could be like around 100 calories. Maybe it's a yogurt. Maybe it's a handful of grapes or berries or a bag of 100-calorie popcorn. Maybe it's some beef sticks, beef jerky. The goal isn't for the snack to fill you up. It's just to have something on your stomach to tie you over to dinner. And what I found is most people, including myself, all right, 
we have this thing of every time we eat, we need to fill ourselves up. We need that full effect, right? We want that feeling of I ate something and we want our stomachs to tell us, okay, we're good now. That's not the case with a snack. A snack is for you to consume it, be done with it and move on. And the problem with our society right now is we keep eating and eating and eating and snacking and snacking and snacking and we need to stop doing that, okay? We're not benefiting ourselves or our progress. So with one of my clients, she found herself um, overeating a little bit more at dinner time. And I go, well, what's different? Is there something different you're doing this month than last month? She goes, oh my gosh, last month I was having a snack between two and three. She had a, a cheese stick and a beef stick. Great protein source, quick, convenient. She goes, I would eat that and I'd be totally fine till six or seven at dinner time. I go, boom, let's get back to that. Next week, she was down a pound and a half. I'm like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, so it's it's important for you to know that if you need a snack between that time, have one snack knowing that it's not one to fill you up. It's just something to tie you over to actually eating a meal. Okay, remember snacks aren't meant to make you feel full and satisfied. All right. I know that's a hard one because we the snacks are so good that we just want to keep eating and eating and eating. That's not the goal. All right. So I hope that was helpful. I hope you see that there are ways for you to improve come dinner time. Everything that I talked about, I used for myself and I talk about it with clients. Um, drinking the water, I've had so many clients say that's been a game changer for them. They've actually went from eating out after work every day to going straight home and forgetting to eat out because they're not hungry. So not only does drinking my water save you money, it's going to make you save some calories too. And in planning things ahead of time is huge, okay? It only takes like five or ten minutes to write it out, to have that communication who whoever you're living with. Your life is going to be so much easier if you think about it and create a menu and commit to your plan. And finally, like I said, this is just a recap. If you need something, all right, if it's two or three and you need something because you know if you don't eat something, you're going to be super ravenous for dinner and then you're just going to eat everything, triple up the portion sizes, and you just outdid everything you did the last like 10, 12 hours. Like what was the point of me sacrificing a small breakfast and lunch and working out only to destroy dinner eat everything, and then wait more the next day. Like, we need to stop this pattern, right? I have been there. It's painful. So when you have a plan, you commit to it, your evenings will get better and better. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I would recommend, you know, taking one out of the three tips that I offered uh, and just start with that and see which one works best for you. Um, If you enjoyed this podcast, feel free to like, share it, comment on it. Um, I'd love to hear your review. What was your favorite favorite part of it? What did you learn or gain uh, from it the most? Love to hear your feedback. If you have any questions like, you know what, Tanya? I am really struggling in this area. Feel free to text me and I will do a podcast over it. Uh, my number is 660-473-1955. Um, you don't have to say your name. You just you could just text me your questions. You could say, hey, I listen to your podcast and here's my question. This is something I'm struggling with. What do I do? Help me. <laughs> so I would be more than happy to, to give you some free advice and helpful tips. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm telling you what, you are awesome. You are doing great. And I love that you're here and you know that, hey, I can do better. 
and you will do better. So it's it's just amazing that you, you push play and you're learning and taking everything um, that we go over. So thank you so much for joining. I appreciate your support and love. I love hearing everybody uh, sharing it and seeing it. So I love it. Thank you so much. And I will talk to y'all next time. Have an awesome day.